See this? This is my boomstick! got news for you, pal. You ain't leading but two things right now. Jack and shit. And Jack left town. Yeah, yeah. All right, all right. Welcome to Slow Robot A Go-Go. Big show number 49. Damn. Why is it big? No reason whatsoever. I just say that every week. <laughs> anyway, yay for that. I'm Mao, and with me, as always, is Dr. Morbius from Parts Unknown. <laughs> so, you're listening to us on iTunes, or if you're listening to us via our website, which might be slowrobotagogo.wordpress.com, you might want to tell your friends and family to tune on in, too. And if you're li- listening on iTunes, Slow Robot Go, then why don't you go ahead and give us a rating? We need those things. We need you to tell people about us, and we also need you to give us good ratings, so yay for that. Anyway. So, so basically, we need you. Yeah. Well, we, of course we do. Otherwise, I'm just some jerk talking to a mic, and I've been doing that for years, and it gets me nowhere. <laughs> anyway. So if you want to listen to my other stupidity, you can go to bunchofdorks.com, or of course iTunes, at Bunch of Dorks, and that's basically me and some other idiots talking about dumbness. Or you can listen, you can read about my many musings at kimchiagogo.wordpress.com. I was uh, in Korea for a year teaching abroad and uh, or two. What were you teaching that? <laughs> I was teaching abroad or two. <laughs> <laughs> and um, <laughs> yeah, and um, and I w- talked about my various struggles being a stranger in a strange land, being acting even stranger. Yeah, and um. And then once I got back, I just that's where I kind of put my various observations like, boy, politics are dumb, and boy, Facebook is horrible. <laughs> yeah, so, right. <laughs> and when you mix the election with Facebook, basically you can just turn your Facebook off for a month. Otherwise, you're going to hate people. Oh, I, oh, I, I know, I know, of a, I know of a guy that that happened to. He made a he made a comment against one of the candidates. And he had like 50 people like threatening his life almost. Somebody like a on local? Facebook, yeah, local uh, like people. a friend. Uh, Facebook friend, yeah. The people were like, ah. "How dare you say that, you you imbecile? You know, you're a moron." Ah. And I wish, you know, whatever on you. A lot of that crap. All I can say is, elections bring out the worst in people. And now that everyone's got a place to just put whatever they think whenever they think it. Yeah. Oh my, this was. This is a doozy. This was horrible. And and I some people I just stopped reading. I didn't unfriend them or whatever like that, but it was trying. Yeah, that's um, why I'm not on Facebook. Cuz it's such broad everything, especially around election time, everything is just painted with one big broad dumb stroke. Like it's professional wrestling, it, dude. Oh, dude, you are so right it's about that. It's pro wrestling, man. It's like, you know, st- Steve Austin versus The Undertaker or whatever. I don't know. You take your pick. Rest in peace. Yeah, yeah, whatever. So. That's funny that you mentioned him, because that's Undertaker is my favorite wrestler. Yeah, I know. I, I knew that. Of all time ever. Anyway. You mean more than the magnificent... You're listening to Slow Wrestling A Go-Go dot WordPress dot question mark? Anyway. Dr. Well, I Morbius. like wrestling. <laughs> yeah, me too. <laughs> Dr. Marbius from Parts Unknown. What have you watched in the two weeks that we were away? 
Uh, well, you know what I have been watching? I've been watching uh, a few episodes of Night Gallery. Are you familiar with Night Gallery? No, you talked about it a little bit. Yeah, yeah they've been playing them on the local station here, the old uh, repeats, and uh, they're still kind of fun. I mean, it's an underrated show. It was, uh, it was always, yeah, it's not as good as Twilight Zone, but it's, uh, you know, still Rod Serling writing some of them. And I just like them for the actors that are in them. Cool. Like I saw one with Shatner, one with Cameron Mitchell, <laughs> one with Burgess Meredith. You know, it's yeah. like all these early 70s guys past their prime. Some guys are in their prime. So yeah. it's kind of a cool little time capsule. So I've been watching a lot of that. Yeah, I like I like uh, Burgess Meredith. Uh, <laughs> I, 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 like he was so different. Like He's that a he, weirdo. That man. he became a, 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 an actor. And that he was, like, successful. I mean, you could say that he was a successful actor. Yeah, he was. He was a, he was a successful um, actor. Wow. That, that <laughs> wouldn't happen nowadays. You know what I mean? Like, like everyone is too typecast and too perfect. Yeah. There's not many of him around. Like that. There's not that many character actors around. Yeah, that's what I mean. Yeah, so. I mean, whenever you see some movie, they usually drag out some old character actor to play the part or whatever. Yeah. So, um, yeah, everybody's, everybody's pretty or whatever. Yeah. Actually, I watched something interesting today. I didn't watch it, but I just found out it was, it was very, uh, well, here you go. I'll tell you exactly what it was. <laughs> I was burning some movies on DVD from VHS, and I had a, an old Good Times VHS of Godzilla vs. the Cosmic Monster. Not, wow. With nice. a, with a King Caesar in it, the dog monster or whatever. So I'm like, okay. Wow. I'll burn this on. There was, and the, and the backup with a Gamera movie, Gamera vs. Gaios from an old VHS. I don't VHS. think I've ever seen that Cosmic Monster one. You never saw the one with King Caesar? Well, you won't want to watch this one. I'll explain to you why. Because <laughs> on, the, on the tape it says 80 minutes. So I'm like, oh, okay. It's, you know, it's pretty close to the original it length. It cuts to a 70s porn, doesn't it? <laughs> no, it cuts to 66 minutes. I'm like, what? Oh. I'm like, what is this? You know, I mean, I didn't watch it because I've seen the movie a bunch of times. But I'm like, okay, let me just go out. When I come back, it'll be done. Yeah. So I get back and it's and it's like... Towards the end, it's finished, the end, and I see 66 minutes, and I'm going like, what kind of crap did they put on here? I guess it must have been some cut-up TV printer or whatever, so I'm going to have to go back and watch it and, and see wow. what's, what, what's, what's missing. missing, what isn't, yeah. But, uh, yeah, I was kind of like, uh, and then, you know, the Gamera one is, I think it's a full-length movie, so, but, I, you know, I always go back to the, harken back to the old VHS days and watch those crappy old prints that they used yeah. and, you know, marvel at how they got away with it as compared you to, never, like, the stuff that you oh put out now. Oh, my God, yeah, now... <laughs> I, I don't think people really understand like how lawless it was in the yeah, VHS days. Like, awesome. like even like of course, kung fu is my my preferred genre, and so is sci-fi. And I yeah. love those are the two. That's like my mainstay. That's where I always watch. I'll always watch them. And they were just wacky. Like there there was pe there was scenes missing, or they would just chop it up and re-edit it. <laughs> like you didn't know what you were getting into. You know, <laughs> just especially like if it's like a VHS of like at a dollar store or something, you could, whatever. You know, you didn't even know what the hell you were watching. My my, my favorite was uh, some movie I saw at Kung Fu Theater, and it was a widescreen movie, but they panned and scanned it for. Uh, <laughs> yeah, but but somebody forgot to pan and scan this scene, so the two characters are talking to each other, <laughs> and they're on either like, side well, of the screen. I think you see the tip of one guy's nose on the right hand side. Oh my god! And it's like this. Like two minute talking scene. I thought that was one of the greatest things ever. Oh, half the movies I saw as a kid, they were stretched out like yeah. they, like they would be walking off in the credits and yeah. their legs were like ten miles long. Yeah, you yeah. know, you know, when I was a kid, 
I thought that was the way the movie was supposed to be. I figured, oh, at the end they just do that for an effect or whatever. I didn't realize what the hell it was. <laughs> it was terrible is what it was. But yeah. I kind of think it's cool now for some bizarre oh, yeah. reason because it was the way I saw it as a kid. You yeah. know, it was like the movie ending and all of a sudden Clint Eastwood would be, like the end of the Fistful of Dollars, all of a sudden it would he would shrink up and he would be all <laughs> long and so he'd be riding long. off. And I'm like, oh, that's a really cool effect. Django. Yeah, yeah, yeah him too. <laughs> that's great. Yeah, so, uh, yeah, a lot of that stuff. Yeah, nothing else? Uh, Yeah, I'm sure there's something, but I can't mm. remember right now, but you go ahead. Yeah, I got a long list. Do long, it, man. Long list. So I think, at, I said we I watched Real Steel last time, right? Real Steel? What was that? Okay, Real Steel was the robot jocks starring yeah, Hugh yeah, Jackman. Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh-huh. Okay, good movie. It was Rocky. That's right, I, I did talk about yeah, it. Yeah, I said, Rocky they the basically robot. tore it out and put Rocky in the second half. Uh, okay, and I watched Underworld. I watched Cyborg 2, Double Dragon, Scorpion King 3. Then I watched Soul Taker. Um, oh I watched William Shatner's Get a Life documentary. Mm. And that's a documentary about Trekkies. Oh, yeah. But yeah, yeah. he's talking more... Because I, I, I watch all the documentaries about Trekkies for some reason. They're hilarious to me, but this one was more like... I don't know, more convention oriented, and yeah, and he yeah. was talking to a lot of people, so it was a little bit nicer. I mean, he wasn't making fun of people. No, he wasn't at all. Okay. And then I watched this old samurai weird one from the '80s called Ghost Warrior, where basically they thought out some guy, a samurai, and in, in modern times, but this was in the '80s, so it was '80rific. You know, oh, like yeah. they had they had shoulder pads in their suits, and oh, that's you know, awesome. it was yeah. such an '80s time castle. Then, um, let's see, I watched uh, Pirates of the Caribbean 1, 2, and 3. Oh, my God. I watched... Corsquet. Yeah, I like them. I I actually don't mind them. And I watched Underworld 2, so I watched Underworld 1 and 2. Underworld 2? Yeah, Electric Boogaloo. Thank you. And then I watched... um, The hell was that one thing? I don't know. Oh, Austin Powers. One, <laughs> and then uh, the coup de gras for the biggest thing of which I was saying. Well, the coup de grace. Yes, the coup de grace of it all was I actually went to the movie theaters and oh my saw God. the man with the iron fist. How was that? I loved it. Oh, cool! It was um, within a week and a half. It was down to three local theaters. That's amazing. I, I, I went into full panic. Like I thought, if I didn't see it that moment, it would be gone forever. Wow. Like the the fact that it went from oh, wide release to to nothing within a week was unbelievable. Wow! So I saw it at ten in the morning on fr- <laughs> oh, no shit. Friday. Really? Friday, my pop popcorn was my breakfast, uh, buttery ah, popcorn yeah, for yeah. breakfast, and I watched The Man with the Iron Fist, and I loved it. They and, start movies that early. Yeah, yeah. Ten a.m. God, how much? So, do, do they charge you less? I don't know. Is it like a matinee I, I, price or yeah, something? Yeah, it was. Yeah, it was a matinee price. Oh wow! And there was me. There was four people total in the theater, which is why it won't be there next week probably. Yeah. Um, it was. You know, I, I saw a lot of. It got a fifty-three percent on the internet uh, database stuff, and or like like fifty to sixty percent was the was the general average when they you know, of many people like Rotten Tomatoes or whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I don't think they got it, like. That was, it was a very traditional kung fu movie. Okay. Like, so the people that bashed it shouldn't have gone to see it because they didn't understand that's what you get when you go to see a kung fu movie. Right. Not a lot of plot. 
You know what I mean? Like it's just it's just about like gold and there's some and then there's just lots of violence and that's it. You know what I mean? And then there's oh. and then a hero comes in and uh Russell Crowe was really surprisingly good in it. I'm wasn't a fan of his I didn't love him or hate him. He was just like one of those guys that was just there. Yeah, right. Um, I heard that he was a real dick, so I didn't really like him that much. But then he was funny in this movie. Um, Riza from Wu-Tang Clan was the guy who directed it. And he starred in it. So. Uh, what did Quentin Tarantino have to do with it? Nothing. Just put his name on it to get some extra sales. <laughs> okay. Uh, <laughs> I guess he was doing a favor It was somebody. funny. It was so funny. The trailer comes on like there was like a, a rated R trailer for De- Django Unchained, and Quentin Tarantino was sitting there and he looks at the camera and he's like, "Hi, welcome." And the person I was with turned to me and said, "Oh, he's going to introduce what movie he ripped off this time." Yeah, <laughs> it, was, it, was awesome. it wasn't even prompted by me. I was just like, "Oh my god, that's so true." Uh, whatever, uh, whatever, you know. <laughs> so. Everybody's got to have their own gimmick, I yeah. guess. So that was all I saw this week. Um, I will I will buy that Man with the Iron Fist as soon like on Blu-ray as soon as it comes out I guarantee it. No, I'll, okay. I'll probably actually pay the twenty bucks or whatever. Was it a real kung fu movie? Yes. Okay. All right. And even like it was kind of weird. There was even some moments where I I like was caring about like <clears throat> the 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 governor's gold was getting sent through a village pat a, a bad village, and um, there was a two people that were sent to protect it. They were called the Gemini. And all these killers knew who the Gemini were because they were such badasses, you know. And they were in there killing the wolf, or the uh, lion clan. And uh, and then, then they finally got killed by an assassin as they were fighting. And I was like, oh, I didn't like seeing them go so fast. Mm. Like, it was still a 10 minute, it was a riveting 10 or 15 minute fight scene. And they were doing stuff. And there was one point where the guy slung the girl up on on his shoulders and she was upside down holding blades and he was facing the other way holding blades and they even did that old kung fu thing where where one of the guys went oh the Gemini stance like and everything (laughs) stopped and they were just sitting there and they were doing that thing where they were going around it and just like such that's such an old thing remember when somebody would do something weird and they would go ooh you know lion stance or whatever they would say something goofy and like it was really good it was really fun funny gory as hell like oh okay spraying blood they they bought those blood pumps yeah. they were they rented those by the hour those were that blood was flying everywhere you know what i mean it was crazy nice all so, right yeah i i really enjoyed it and i don't get out to see movies at the theaters very much so you got a chance I, to see something i find it generally an unpleasant experience pretty much yeah you know unfortunately um uh, for someone I mean, who's if i could kick everybody else out of the theater it could be <laughs> Kinda, yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. But whatever. So, that was my experience for this week. Um, Why don't we go to a... a, We'll do a trailer. Uh, We'll we'll put in a old movie trailer, and then when we come back, we'll do our top ten list. All right, I got it right. You did did your homework? I did my homework. Actually, and one of the movies is going to be pretty controversial, actually. Ooh, controversy stirs. At least I think so. What will it be? Tune in to find out next. It starts with an A. Right. Alvin and the Chipmunks, That's the movie. It. Now here's something we hope you'll really like.
All right, and of course that was our our, our friends, the vampires, and their and, night orgy, and their night orgy, which I'm sure has nothing to do with vampires' night. No, or, but it's orgies. actually it's actually a good movie, and it has it has believe it or not, it has a, a night of living dead feel to it. Really? Because they're kind of stuck in a village with all these vampires and. Instead of zombies or vampires, it's not. Oh, it's not bad. It's a cool. euro. It's euro, but it's not bad. It, now, is there an orgy? No, there's no orgy. There's no, there never. There's never an orgy. Like any time a B movie, oh, like oh, oh wait, wait, no, I there's a few that have orgies. You can watch <laughs> them if you want. They're, and they got vampires and orgies. Next week versus show orgy versus orgy. All right. <laughs> no, nice. we'll, we'll see. All right. So we're gonna this week, as we alluded to a bit, but didn't tell our tale. This week's top ten list is our top ten um, homage movies. Slash rip-off. Yeah, the top ten movies that were ripped off from other movies. And, if you will, Dr. Morbius from Parts Unknown. Wait, I'm sorry. Dr. Morbius from Parts Unknown. <laughs> Would you please do us the honor of reading your list first? All right, let me get... <laughs> <laughs> All right, let me get, let me get the paper here and, uh, and see if I can... Uh, see. Okay. All right, let's let's go through the genres here. The uh, well, I'll just I'll just tell you something that you're probably not going to believe. Which is Sock pretty, it to me, baby. Which is pretty funny, but I've never seen Jaws, but I've seen <laughs> some, of the, some oh. of the rip-offs. You've never seen it either? You've never seen Jaws? No. Oh my god. How, but how, I've seen the rip-offs. How's that possible? Cuz I'm a freak. But I've seen the rip-offs, and I'm going to go through three of them here. You, we should stop the podcast and go watch Jaws right now, because that's kind of a crime against humanity. Anyway, go yeah, ahead. I n- I've never seen 2001 A Face Out of You. I never made it through that yeah, movie. Yeah, I know. You probably... You, I have tr- to be, you have to be on acid, I think. I tried watching it like two or three times. I'm like, oh my God, I can't take this. But I told my friend today, I never saw Godfather 2 either. And I was yeah. like, he was like, oh, that's the best one. I was like, oh, okay. Well, yeah. I saw the first one, you know, so. Whatever, you know. Any, any, anyway, so, yeah. um, Orca, the killer whale. Oh, yeah. Was the ripoff? Oh, big time, yeah. The killer whale with, uh, with the first, one of the early appearances of Bo, uh, what's her face up the, from 10? Bo Derek. Bo Derek, yeah, from 10. Wasn't, that was one of early movies. Wasn't Orca, like, where they even got sued? Yeah, Didn't they got they, sued They got sued it, by yeah. Jaws, yeah. by the... Paramount, and no, of course, according Universal, and sorry. of course, according to my friend Pat, it has elements of Greek tragedy. Uh, we'll just leave it there. Uh, <laughs> does, does he see elements of Greek tragedy in like wrestling and uh, well, politics you know, and everything? You well, know? you know, <laughs> you know. Anyway, okay, here's a here's actually a good one. Piranha, the first yeah. Piranha movie. I mean, it, it, it's it's not really Jaws, but it's killer fish or whatever. But it's an actually that, a very you mean the Roger Corman one. The Corman one. That's yeah. on my list too. With Barbara Steele, yeah. That, that's actually that's actually a good ripoff, you know. Yeah. Whatever you want to call it, a uh, take, a uh, riff on it or whatever. <laughs> yeah, really. Okay, here's an here's another here's a weirder one. Somebody decided to do a killer bear Jaws ripoff movie, <laughs> and and they called it Grizzly. Yeah, that's right. It's it's from the 70s. Andrew Prine's in it. It's the plot's pretty similar and. Uh, <laughs> I don't know. Maybe one day I'll use it for the Versus show. I don't know. <laughs> but anyway. Grizzly. I'll be like, is this about chewing tobacco? Yeah, it's pretty grizzly, yeah. Okay, now I come to my little, my exorcist ripoff section. Oh, so you're kind of doing like movie Genre. by movie. Oh, okay. Right, right. Well, kind of, sort of. A- after that, it gets I just did a straight up top ten, like this li- ripped off this, this ripped off this, this ripped off yeah, this. Yeah, I just, I, just, I just found, I remember like when the movie hit big, 
you had the ripoff. So when The Exorcist became like the biggest movie of the year, oh, well, yeah. then you had to have the usually Italian ripoff of the movie. And, and one of them was Beyond the Door, which I actually saw in the theater. Had Juliet Mills, who used to be the uh, actress on TV's Nanny and the Professor. I guess she wanted to... She didn't want to be typecast as Nanny and the Professor, so she went and became like a possessed lady who, you know, you know, made spun her head and did all sorts of goofy things. Not a horrible movie, not not a real bad movie, but right. you know, whatever. It's it's a uh, it's a rip. And then there was, and then this one's real interesting. It's called The House of Exorcism. Now, House of Exorcism originally was a movie called Lisa and the Devil. Lisa and the Devil was a kind of like a it was kind of like a mystery slash supernatural thing by Mario Bava, mm. but the producers in the U.S. said, "Hey, you know, let's 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 just take this movie with Elkie Summer and spice it up so we can sell it as an Exorcist ripoff." So right. basically, in the movie, Elkie Summer is being chased by Telly Savalas, who plays the devil. Oh my God, well, Telly Savalas! Mo- is the yeah, devil? yeah, Telly Savalas <laughs> is the devil. Yeah. Did he have a lollipop? Uh yeah no not, no but he didn't yeah I think he did yes I think he did have a lollipop in this movie I'm not kidding now that you mentioned it. I think this is when he used his trademark lollipop that's his deal you know that was his deal that was his deal I think it came in this movie but anyway so what, what was basically like a supernatural thriller kind of movie they basically took Elkie Summer and painted her face green and made her say all these <laughs> horrible things and spit her head and spit pea blood and just kind of splice it into Mario Bava's movie, so, uh, <laughs> God, I wish they, they don't do that anymore, you know, so. That's insane. Yeah. That is so insane. Yeah, it's kind of nuts, but, you know, okay, let's go through the Dawn of the Dead ripoffs. Oh. Oh, so many. Of which there's numerous. So many, but I think the first one, and probably one of the better ones was Zombie. Do you ever see Zombie? No. The, the most famous scene in that movie back in the day, anyways, was it was actually a pretty cool scene where, like, the woman's hiding away from hiding out from the zombie, so she hides in like a closet. So the, she's in the closet, and the closet's got like the doors kind of broken, so she could see through the break in the door. So right, she's looking right. out to see the zombie, and it's she gets like a, a jab in the eye, let's say. You know? oh. Yeah, it, it was a classic. It was a classic scene. It was pretty pretty popular in the 70s. So yeah, that was a good one. Now, a bad one, which I actually did see in the theaters, was City of the Walking Dead. I think I saw that, too, but on Netflix. I, I think that yeah. Was, I don't think I even made it through that one. I was just like, No, but uh. you should have, because you should have. Because if you would have gotten <laughs> to Tell the Savalas show up with a lollipop. No. Oh, that would have been awesome. But if you would have gotten to the end, you would have even gotten more pissed off, because it's one of those movies <laughs> where it gets to the end, and all of a sudden the guy wakes up, and it was just a dream. Oh, my God. They dusted off a dream the, thing? They did the dream, but then all of a sudden oh. it's like it's just a dream, and he looks out the window, and he sees the zombie. So it's like, oh. So it, it was like the invaders from Mars thing or whatever. Mm. I don't know. But it was just like, after all this shit you may be sit to, it's just a dream. Whatever. So let me ask, what was the first one to do that? I think invaders from Mars did that, where it was, it was, it was, it was, it was I think they led you to believe it was the kid's dream or something. Yeah, because like, some of those old ones, like um, Red, uh, what was it? 
Invasion USA, yeah, yeah, or yeah, Red yeah. Scare. Those did that a lot because that was the only way that they could say this could be the yeah, future. Yeah, you're right. You're right. Yeah, like that one with Jack Webb. Yeah, you're right. I did that on on the Dub 420 the Dub TV 420 project. Show, yeah. Oh yeah, we destroyed that. We we were like, ah, Friday. You know, like it was just it, that was such a mess. You know. <laughs> okay. <laughs> yeah, sorry. I did, I just didn't know what the official like first yeah I don't dream even know. bullshit one was. You know, well, like, oh, well. Uh, how could how could we not know what the first dream one was? It's one of the most it was one of the most famous movies of all time. Which one? We're off to see the wizard. Yeah, but that wasn't the first one. I'm pretty sure that was one of the first ones where they was like at the end it's only a dream. I mean, unless it's well, yeah, it might yeah, it might be. That's that's the that's the first one that I remember. Yeah. That's the first one that I remember. I mean, uh, there's probably something before that, but as far as like a big movie that I remember that at the end it was just mm, a dream, it's right. got to be The Wiz. It might be The Wiz. Okay. A- if, anyway, if it's not, you know, let us know, but I'm pretty sure that's that's that, that's the most popular one that I remember that did that. Cool. Did that thing and got away with it. <laughs> yeah, right. So, didn't, didn't invoke like theater burnings. Uh, as far as uh, spaghetti westerns, what would Django? Mm. Good movie. Not a bad, not a bad Boy, take. Boy, that's been done to death. Not a bad. Uh, you know how many? There was like 400 spaghetti westerns done in, done in the 60s. I mean, Django, Sartana, Django meets Sartanus, Django meets his mother. Django. There's even an there's an anime series. There's always some dude dragging a coffin. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah, right. Like one out of five spaghetti westerns has a dude dragging a coffin because of that movie. Like that, you know, that first awesome movie yeah and i mean i didn't even go to the bond ripoffs like okay well (laughs) well here's my god but my favorite one is one called operation kid brother where they actually went and got his uh, sean connery's brother neil connery to play a spy yeah it was like wasn't that like it was on mst i'm pretty sure it was like double double oh seven yeah something like that (laughs) it was called double double oh seven yeah so that was not a good one Django was a good take on sir giuliani but you know, Operation Kid Brother, not a good take on the Bond movies or whatever. <laughs> and then, of course, Star Crash would be uh, one of the many Star Wars rip-offs. Boy, Star Wars Italy lit up. Man, yeah. they had so many. Wasn't there one called Battle Beyond the Stars or something yeah, like that? Yeah, Battle Beyond the but Stars. I think that was an American one or whatever. Yeah, it was crazy. Okay, and now for my, whatever you want to call it, controversial one, which is actually a good movie... But I don't know if I could call it a ripoff, but it was definitely inspired by two of them. It would be Alien. Yeah. Planet of the Vampires would be the early part of the movie where they go in outer space, land on the planet, find the alien right. thing. And then the second part of the movie would be It the Tear from Outer Space where the creature actually hides in the... Is uh, that the one that we did before? Where... the the where um No, we haven't done Planet of the Vampires. No, no, no. Where, remember the uh, the guy from Aliens... The guy who did Aliens was actually the set designer. Remember, it was a Corman Galaxy of Terror. Oh no, we didn't do. You did Galaxy of Terror. Okay, I did Galaxy of Terror. Yeah, where, yeah, where yeah. It looked exactly the same. <laughs> yeah. It was like. Isn't that the one with Joni? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's yeah. the one with Joni. Yeah, yeah. So that that one, it's a it's a good movie. I can't call it a ripoff, but it does kind of borrow heavily from these two other movies. And I just want to add this one thing. I'm trying. I'm going to try to find this movie, but there is a movie. It's a Charlton Heston movie from the 50s. It's called Secret of the Incas. And this thing is Raiders of the Lost Ark. I mean, Char- Charlton yeah. Heston is dressed... I, yeah, I have that on my list. It, Charlton Heston is dressed like Indiana Jones. They took yeah. they, they took him... The Secret of the Incas. Yeah, ripped off from The Secret of the Incas. They took him, 
his look, and they just turned it into Indiana Jones. Yep. I have I'm it on trying my to too. find a copy of it. I've never seen it before, but I've seen stills, and it pretty, looks pretty amazing. Yeah. Crazy. So anyway, that's, that's mine. Your t- that's your list? That's All right, list. let me let me get mine out here. Okay, so I have uh, my top list. Now I say top ten, but uh, it's more than ten. But bear with me. <laughs> okay, I I did it more kind of like X is the movie that ripped off blah blah blah. So basically, the first one I have these aren't in any order uh, from worst to worst because they're all bad. Yeah. Okay, Reservoir Dogs ripped off a uh, movie called City on Fire or Lung Fu Fong Wang. Um, that was a basically almost a shot-for-shot ripoff. That would be the only time Quentin Tarantino ever did this, right? Uh, except for every other time. Okay, okay. and uh, the next one, The Island, which was a new, um, oh, a yeah. newer movie one that was of Carts, of, of of course ripped off from Parts, The Clonus Horror. That's I've right. actually seen The Clonus Horror quite a few times. Have you? I've never seen yeah, it. Yeah, it's not a bad movie. I actually like it. It is very like seventies riffic. Like, when yeah. you first see it, you automatically think of, like, Three's Company because of the shorts they're wearing and shit. Like, oh, God. They're even yeah. wearing, like, uh, hot pants and all that crap. Yeah. Nice. Oh, yeah, they are. Hot pants. With those, like, stripes on the side, you yeah. know? Yeah. yeah. Bring that back. <clears throat> okay. The next one. The Matrix was actually ripped off from a comic book called The Invisibles. I'm surprised you didn't know, know the, that. I didn't know The Invisibles. I didn't know Matrix was inspired yeah. by yes, The Invisibles. Yes, The Matrix is an homage in that everyone in The Matrix is exactly from The Invisibles. Okay. Okay, Toy Story was actually yeah. ripped yeah. off from... the. Um, uh, uh, it was like a kid's movie called The Christmas Toy. Yeah, I've seen stills from it. Yeah, yeah. and it's, yeah, it looks exactly the same. Okay, Raiders of the Lost Ark was ripped off by Secret of the Incas, starring Charlton Heston. Kill Bill was ripped off from every kung fu movie ever but yep. mostly and it was it it was very um very very much like lady snowblood yeah yeah um which i love the lady snowblood movies i i even have the manga those books i have all the lady snowblood books yeah like, that's a character that i've that i've always really loved um and that kind of lent lended to lent to my um Pinky violence, right? You know, it's kind of very similar. Although Lady Snowblood wasn't like that; it that was more just like, like hacking people up kind of stuff. <laughs> okay, Piranha, uh, what, the the Corman, the nineteen seventy eight version Piranha was ripped off from Jaws. Fast and the Furious was basically ripped off from uh, ripped off Point Blank, that surfer movie. It was oh, the one with uh, yeah. Um, the one where they put Nixon masks on and yeah. uh, Point Break. Yes, point yeah, Point Break. With Patrick Swayze basically, and uh, Fast uh, and the Furious one is basically the same. Is it really? I never put I never put the two together. Yep. Okay. Avatar ripped off Fern Gully, the last rainforest. Get out of here, really? It's blue people, all the same crap. Okay, Hunger Games, the much lauded teen lo- thing that everyone loves now, was ripped off from Battle Royale. Which yeah, is one right. of the greatest Japanese horror slash thrillers out there. Uh. Magnificent Seven, Battle Beyond the Stars, yeah, yeah. and countless countless animes all ripped off the Seven Samurai. Yep. Um, Seven Samurai actually influenced a great many. Actually, films. I'm gonna I'm gonna add one at the end. I just oh, thought about ahead. it today. When you're done, oh, okay. I'm gonna add one that I didn't realize until recently ah, that okay. was a rip off of something else, and they got sued. Nice. A fistful of dollars ripped off. Uh, That's it. Yojimbo. 
That's it. And wow. they got sued. Yeah. Actually, um, most of Akira Kurosawa's movies have influenced or been directly stolen by many, many movies. But it, but but aren't his movies also aren't his movies kind of like takes on classic literature anyway? To some degree, some Kurosawa, of them are. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So it's kind of like yeah, whatever. Yeah. Okay. Uh, as said by you, Alien was ripped off from It, The Terror from Beyond Space, and Planet of Vampires. Yes. Star Wars ripped off The Triumph of the Will and Akira Kurosawa's The Hidden. Um, yeah, yeah. And yeah. Barb Wire, starring oh, the ample, amply breasted uh, <sighs> Pamela Anderson. The surgically enhanced. Pamela ripped Anderson. off, almost scene for scene, Casablanca. Does it really? Except she's bogey. Okay. She's a bogey, all right. <laughs> and that's our list. If you have one of a list of your own, Keep why it don't yourself? <laughs> why don't you join our join our Facebook group and tell us all about it? And if you think there's a list out there that we should be covering, why don't you join our Facebook group and tell us all about it? And why don't you just join our Facebook group anyway and tell us yeah. all your politics? If you're lazy, go to our website and click the link. If you're not lazy, use the search bar and search Slow Robot A Go-Go, and it'll take, us, take you to our site, and we'll click Welcome to the Facebook group, where I put lots of shenanigans and upcoming things and hints and stuff like and that. And cool shit. Cool stuff. Yes, cool sh- stuff. Cool sh- anyway, stuff. here's another trailer that will give you the hint of what we are of gonna what do. we're going to be doing this week's in our in our series of Japanese the Beast from the, the East. East Unleashed Month. been so enthusiastic. Never before have audiences been so terrified. Never again will you experience a tale of terror to compare with the horror chamber of Dr. Faustus. Here is a strange and fascinating motion picture that the London Observer compared with the ghastly elegance that often suggests Tennessee Williams in one of his more abnormal moods. A mature horror film that the Paris critics called worthy of the great horror classics of our time. Starring Pierre Brasseur as a depraved scientist who used beautiful women in the most frightening way imaginable. Alida Valley as the accomplice who procured the young girls he needed so desperately. Juliette Magnel as the innocent victim of a madman's perversity. The horror chamber of Dr. Faustus. Motion picture as fascinating as it is fantastic, as unusual as it is shocking, as frightening as anything you will ever see on a motion picture screen.
From the exotic geisha houses of Tokyo to the back alleys of the Ginza Strip comes the terrifying news of a fiendish creature that threatens to destroy all who stand in his way. This is the frightening story of an American reporter in Tokyo who unwittingly became the victim of a shocking scientific experiment that turned him into a horrible mutant. Half man, half monster. The Master! He got away. I think I know where he's going. To Taurus. Follow me. Right. There's panic in the streets as the unheard of terror of a half-man, half-monster runs wild through the city. There he goes! Don't miss The Monster. A genuine thriller in the most frightening sense of the word. Something we hope you'll really like. All right. And, uh, oh, before we get into this, did I see King Don wearing your your luchador mask? Did you see that? Yes, he put it on Facebook, and I even even wrote that. I was like, did did, did Dr. Morbius from Parts Unloan let you wear his... Let you wear his mask. Uh, yeah, great. he asked to. Uh, he asked to. I, awesome. I gave him. I gave him the honor of wearing the mask yeah. just once, though. Once. Yeah. You're like I only had one alcohol swab. Yes. I'm not doubting King Don's hygiene, but people wearing your hat and your mask is kind of like you don't want that to happen no, too often. No, you know no, what I, I mean? I, I'm actually thinking about getting another one because that one, for whatever reason, it's. Well, we'll talk about it later. Okay. We'll talk about it at some other time. But what what we what's really important and what now for something that you're really gonna like is the Manster. That's right, a oh. Japanese American co-production from nineteen fifty nine. Yes, um, that was the trailer. I think there was a two for trailer, but well, with with the with the also great horror chamber of Doctor Faustus. Yes, also but, known as Eyes Without a Face. But what you were here to hear about and what we are here to tell you about is the one, the, the only. only the Manster. The two 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 heads are better than one. Let's yeah, say. it was. Um, this is a strange movie. This is a perverse movie. It was perverse. I liked it. Yeah, uh, I did too. I like it a lot. Uh, I was. I'm very surprised it hasn't been ripped off or homaged by Hollywood well, yet. Well, Quentin Tarantino's get. We'll get around to it in a few <laughs> after a few more movies. Possibly a couple more bombs, and he'll be right there. Yeah, yeah. I'm surprised he's not working for Roger Corman yet, but whatever. Yeah, no. Nah. It'd be a step up. Yeah. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> Zing. <laughs> anyway, yes, yeah, so the Manster. Um, basically, this was, as we alluded to, this was an English production. They they credited it as an English and Japanese production, but I think it was mostly an English production uh, using American Japanese American actors. Yes. This yes. was sh- this was this is English, no subtitles. This is straight up. You're you're looking at Japanese. Uh, Americans speaking English. Eurasians. You know. Eurasians. Eurasians, yeah. yeah. I think yeah. the doctor is Canadian, actually. Of, or, of his, Probably, his original yeah. origins from Canada or whatever, but it's definitely like a moody, creepy, kind of sexy movie. You know, yeah. They were, they were pushing the envelope a little it bit. It was. Yeah, uh, yeah it was. Um, I mean, the first scene, just the first scene where the geishas are in the mineral bath, baths. Yeah. and. Uh, oh, yeah. It starts out hot and heavy yeah 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 yeah. some yeah. nude some nude uh, Japanese this is a black and white too mind you. Get, you know this is an old movie they just get hacked up some monster comes out of the bushes and kills them 
Yeah, we later um, find out who the monster is, but... Uh, right, and it was crazy. And, um... I don't know, we're not going to go scene for scene on this one, are we? No, we'll just get to the basic plot line okay. or whatever. I mean, so, you know, basically, after that, the, the main... The main uh, the main, the protagonist is, yeah. a, is a journalist, and well, he, he's, yeah, he's climbing up that mountain there. Oh yeah, it's hilarious. And there's Larry, like a, there's like Larry, Larry. the the smoke the, and the smoking Mount Fuji's in the background, yeah, yeah, yeah. which it's, is clearly fake. Yeah, I mean, it's whatever it is, whatever it was <laughs> shot. I don't know, California or something. <laughs> exactly. I don't, I don't know. know where this was. I don't know, but yeah, he's climbing up as he wants to get a. Yeah, he wants to. It's his last job because he's going back to his wife. Yeah, after three years of no, you know, hanky panky, you know. Yeah. Trying to go home, so he wants to. He wants to have a interview this famous uh, a, a scientist, and they make him climb up this Mount Fuji kind of hill to to, to, <laughs> yeah. to do it. So I mean, after all that work, you know, yeah. you figure you know he he it would turn out better than it did, but right. It didn't. Well, he gets yeah, and he gets there and um. He's, he's greeted by an insanely yeah, hot beautiful Eurasian woman. Asian woman, and she has like a German or European accent. Yeah, she does. Yeah, she does. But yeah. she's Japanese, and or or maybe I don't know. There is no information about her. Oh, really? I didn't even look. She, at they, the oh, I searched high and low because I wanted to know who this woman was. Because oh my god, she was hot, hot, hot. Yeah, and. There was nothing. There is nothing out there. She did w- one movie. Um, it's rumored that she was married to somebody, and when I looked up his name, David Crane or something like that, he was. Oh, like, he was a producer. He was the editor. Editor, or producer, of this, or yeah. something. Yeah. But, uh. but I don't know. Like, and she was. I'm like, I was like, she had to be in other things. Nothing. <laughs> no information available. And like you search, and all you find out there is other people going. Oh my God! This woman is the hottest person in the world. Where is she? Yeah, <laughs> and I, she is gone. I mean, the lead actor, I think, was it Peter <coughs> Denton. His real name is Peter yeah, Denton yeah, or whatever. Yeah. He didn't do much either. He did a few things. I mean, it wasn't like a big, ca- a big yeah. uh, portfolio, whatever you want to call it. A, these are all people that did stuff. Never A-listers, but around. Yeah, they did yeah. lots of whatever. They they were always active. And another good thing about this movie, which I'm sure you appreciate, is all the theremin music in the background. That <laughs> yeah. was like a it was like a theremin fest in this one anyway. So anyway, he goes to the he goes climbs up there, and it's like what's funny is he goes up to the uh, door, and I think she's got one of those like doors with like the the, the top the bottom stays closed and the top's <laughs> yeah. open. So it's like what is this uh, Green Acres or something? You know, <laughs> so, so great. I don't even know if they even had those. <laughs> so anyway, she you know he talks to her, he tells her who he is. She's like, oh, well maybe the doctor will want to talk to you. Okay, come on in. Oh, bad move, dude. Yeah, and then the doctor takes a particular interest in him because he had to kill his last. Um, monster that went off which on was a his killing, brother which was his brother who killed he's the one who killed the girls he's, he the, killed the naked geisha geishas beautiful yeah. geisha ladies or whatever and you're like oh so he came back he he had escaped he came back and uh and he even said to his the doctor said to the assistant he was like the monsters always come back yeah you know, like a dog they always come back because yeah. that's how they know where home is and 
Yeah, and he, true. he kills his brother in a very weird and gory way. And his brother kind of looks like a mini abominable snowman type yeah. guy or whatever. Yeah, he does. He looks like a tiny little Yeti. Yeah, and you'd like be like, little... oh, settle down, little Yeti. Here's some dog yeah, food. Yeah, here's some... Yeah. Calm down. Yeah, yeah I'll Take feed some you. doggy downers yeah. here. Yeah. Doggy downers. No and puppy uppers, doggy downers. And there's downers. also some frumpy, slimy, weird... Which was his wife. Yeah, well, they don't find that out till later. Yeah, There's yeah. this weird woman with a half her face is melting off or whatever in this cage. And this cage is very cobwebbed, and I'm like, yeah, don't. This is like a creature feature yeah. kind of deal. How comes you know? no one ever takes the time to stop and clean the cages? Well, yeah, just take a broom and knock the spider webs the spider down. Web. You well, know? you know, she might need a friend or something. I guess she actually her her acting. It'd be like a little web that says like like some creature in the bottom in the corner yeah. instead of some pig. Yeah, right. And she her 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 way of acting, her way of uh, emoting kind of reminds me of Granny Granny Clampett from the Beverly Hillbillies <laughs> sort of with, oh, with one looked, droopy eyeball. She looked just like her, you know. <laughs> and so. and then we and, and towards the end we come to find out that this was his wife. And they were a scientist. So basically he did he did this to his wife, he did this to his brother. Yeah, yeah he was like trying to do some evolutionary thing to create a new being or yeah. whatever. You know, whatever scientific and you then know, they, yeah, he said like solar flares. Yeah, some solar flares. Solar flares force evolution, and and now he's gonna do it sped up. And I'm like, what kind of nonsense is this? Like, yeah, <laughs> this is really stretching it. Like, I'm used to these kind of things making shit up and just kind of stretching stuff. But I'm like, <laughs> solar flares? What the hell's this guy talking about? You know? Yeah, I kind of like you whatever. go like at that point you kind of zone out a little bit and then you want to yeah. see some action. So anyway, when he, when him and the doctor start talking, he goes, uh, "Oh, Mr. O'Leary, did you want a drink?" And, he, and the doctor gives him the old switcheroonie or whatever. Yeah, well, he even like he <laughs> picks up the bottle that he would normally give to somebody, and then you see him like pause. Well, not him. His hand. His hand pauses, yeah. sets it down, and gets the one behind it, which is obviously the evil one. But yeah, this is. So the, he uh, gives him a. He slips him a Mickey, and a Mickey. and the, and the and the the our protagonist Larry, Larry starts. Larry the journalist starts getting. Like, he's he's still him, but he starts. The 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 doctor's like, oh well, I'm gonna show you around. But he's but he's he kind of like gets passes out he goes boy it's kind of hot in here yeah you know, he passes remember? out yeah and he like, passes out and that should be like a clue that something's wrong you know but Larry's kind of dense so he doesn't like uh, you know he yeah. just wakes up a little while later but before he wakes up he gets the evil injection in the shoulder remember yep. that yeah, yeah he does so he the gets important an injection an in injection the in the shoulder yeah. which um and every time that I drug uh Doctor Morbius from Parts Unknown. Yeah, I, I he he wakes right up and he always knows something's up. Like yeah, I never get to inject the uh, the serum. I just wake up instantly. Yeah, he yeah. does. It, it must be a luchador thing. It wouldn't thing. work on me anyway because yeah. I'm a beast already. Yeah, so. <laughs> exactly. Anyway. So yeah, so Larry's kind of a rube and he yeah. just wants to get back to his best gal in New York. Yeah. And uh, yeah, uh, wink, wink, nudge, and nudge. And then um, doctor will make sure that that you know. Yes, and so the doctor starts taking him out. Drinking every night, and you can only assume that and he's, he's basically pimping. Yeah, he's pimping. He's their big pimping. He's pimping. You know? He's pimping the secretary. Yeah. He takes him to the geisha houses. Larry, speaking of orgies. Oh my God. He's, he's the, 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 when they go to the geisha house or whatever. Larry's drunk on his ass, and he's got like four geisha girls rubbing on him. And this yeah. is again, this is a 1959 movie, right? Which I saw as a kid on te- on local TV, like this in is, the afternoon. I was like, This is wow, running loose. This is pretty racy yeah. here, you know. And uh, and. He makes a point of saying he's been a good boy and he's been faithful. Yeah. But that quickly goes away oh, when yeah. he becomes a 
just like dirt bag. A dirt bag kind of like this doctor kind of perverts him. And all the while he must be getting these treatments or or get he's he's doing things to him. He he he, he supposedly he takes him to the, the mineral bath place cuz the mineral bath will ac- accelerate whatever yeah, serum stuff that he put into him. Yeah, and he's also got the and he's also got the uh secretary with him the just a lovely the secretary, lovely secretary, secretary yeah. just to like kind of like watch him and see how it's going and, and then, ruin his marriage. <laughs> yeah, and ruin his marriage. So surprise after a night of like the the After a night of his, debauchery. his editor is starting to worry about him because he's like yeah, right, yeah. he's like you shouldn't be you know cavorting like this and, he's and like, an editor who's always smoking a pipe yeah and and this guy and Larry's always like uh, now he's now he's he, pissy he's pissy well now. he was like, he was a, yeah want? he was a really good guy and like straight tie and shave yeah. it. and then now he doesn't shave anymore and he's disheveled and he's like drunk on angry all the time he's always drunk he's like he's why cool. do you care yeah. <laughs> he's a cool kid now. He's he smokes cool guy, in the bathroom yeah. at the high school. Yeah, all that yeah. stuff. He's, he's he's chill now. And then um, so they all of a sudden then out of nowhere the wife flies there from New York because she's worried about him. He was supposed to be home three weeks ago, and she surprises him at the hotel. Yeah, because he's having a time of his life. He doesn't give a crap yeah. anymore. He's with like secretary girl, and they're going yep. to bathhouses. They're partying, getting drunk, and all the while he's kind of feeling a little. Weird on one side of his body. Yeah, on his over his right shoulder. His yeah, right shoulder. Kind of feel a little he kind of twitches you know? a lot and scratches that a lot. Yeah, and, yeah. And so then uh, sort of. after the bathhouse, he really he ducked out. He ran away because it was getting crazy. Yeah, yeah. And he got to the um, he got to the hotel after a night of drinking. Oh, this was right before. This was before the yeah, bathhouse. Yeah, yeah. And the wife catches him with the. They're not in bed or anything, but he's basically like, surprised. Here I am, and he's like, and he's like, hey, he's like, yuck, here? and yuck. What yeah, are you doing exactly. Here? And that that lady uh, supposedly was Jane. I forgot what the last name was. Jane something. She was his wife in real life. Oh yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh okay. Yeah. So then he she goes. Well, you have to choose. And then he leaves. And he, he leaves goes, with choose. The, I want to choose the young hot chick. The hell yeah, with you, babe. He's like later, and he splits. And she and she's like, I'm not giving you up this easily. But he doesn't want any part of her anymore. He's like, go away. No, man. He's, he's gonna, done. He's, he's party. He's, he's probably got married young, and he wants to, like, you know, he's got to... Live it up. Yeah. Live it up. Unfortunately, yeah. he's starting to grow a hairy hand. Yeah. <laughs> it's not from masturbation, but no. he, his, his palm, is his hand is getting beast-like. And at one point, he comes back after the hot springs. He lifts his shirt up, and he sees an eye... In yeah, that's shoulder. the classic scene. That's yeah. a, that's the scene that got me as a kid because I wasn't expecting that. And the eye like, is moving around, looking around. It's like his little pal now. Yeah, he has a his shoulder has a third eye. So what, something something's kind of creepy there. Now he now he goes out. Now he's totally off his rocker. Yeah, he goes. And he's nuts. got a trench coat on, and now he goes out on a killing spree. Yep, you know? and it starts. He first thing he does is he kills a Buddhist monk. Yeah, he kills a monk. And then he, he kills some geisha lady walking he down kill, the street. Yeah, he kills a lady, and then he kills he kills a couple people, doesn't he? Uh, he he goes out. Yeah, he kills he kills a, a police and officer, the, and the cops are onto him. Oh my god, that that scene there. He kills a cop, and he kills a second cop, and they leave this dead cop hanging on the gong. Yes. to a giant Buddha yeah, bell, yeah. which was insanely that that scene was like whoa. I was like, yeah. did I just see that? Because I w- in Japan. I've been to like those shrines in Japan, and you like you you pay the you pay a fee and you you pull back the rope and you you hit the gong with this. Uh-huh. It's a log, it's a gigantic log. Yeah. And in this scene, he kills one cop, he kills another cop, and they find that guy draped over that log that hits the 
the Buddhist gong, and I yeah. was like, wow. Yeah, that was a weird scene. <clears throat> I've never seen that before or after. Yeah. That's the only time I've ever seen that, and that's like, wow. It was very like, wow. Well, I the, couldn't believe it. The scene where, where the scene where he kills the the monk was kind of weird because it was like, wow, that's a weird idea, you know, killing some. Because then he kept the beads. He kept the beads, yeah. <laughs> he killed the monk and kept the beads. It was very odd, and um, it just it it, it he devolves into just this monster. The yeah, beads. I mean, he basically he grows another head. He goes back to kill the. Um, he goes back to, to to kill the professor. He kill yeah. He goes back to kill the professor. He climbs judo- up the mountain again. Yeah, like he all climbs the up the mountain. Do. He judo chops the the girl. Yeah. He he doesn't kill her, which I'm glad he didn't. But he, whatever. No, but remember, at some point, the the doctor gives him another injection to yeah, like. To, he's like, this might help you or something. Yeah, like and it, to just make it to just accelerate the evolutional right. thing or whatever. And so, then, the, oh, okay, go ahead. So when he ki- so after he kills the doctor, all of a sudden it's like, pop, his yeah. his little his little alter ego yeah comes out, and, and she, all of a sudden he's a two headed dude now. Yeah, now he has two heads, and she he kills the doctor kills his wife that he has yeah in the cage. yeah he gets like a he gets like he's some cl- some he, remorse about he's cleaning it. house now he's yeah. he kills her they the secretary gives him a small tanfa which is the small samurai sword yeah. to commit seppuku but he doesn't no no you know, he, he says I'm, I'm not going to do that I'm going to but, but Larry the master gets him yeah the master kills him now she wakes up and she runs after him and the scenes where he had a second head were done pretty well because they left the lights out yeah it was dark it was dark it was very moody yeah movie. it was mo- they helped to the mood but it was also because it would have been cheap. terrible if you would have seen it cheap yeah uh, so he gets to the top of a mountain he goes behind a tree and does that like that's where the split. Like, this movie is also known as the split. So yeah, that's and that's where he happened. does the official split, where he actually tears in half. He's the human form and then the monster form. So the, now, the monster, which looks like a little <laughs> ape guy. This or is my only knock against this movie, and because if you blink, well, you're looking at credits. The, the monster that Larry's looking, laying against the rock, looking hungover and confused. Right. The monster runs over, throws the. The grabs the girl, the secretary, the secretary throws her into a volcano. But then Larry wakes up. Then Larry gets pissed, throws him into the volcano. He collapses in exhaustion. The wife runs over. The end. Okay, there is a version of this movie where that last scene, where it's you know where it says before it says the end and they go to talk. There's a version of it where they actually have like a thirty second talk, and then it cuts back to them carting him away. So it wasn't. A, there's another version of this which I have somewhere, oh, which okay. is not as abrupt as this, but it's not. It's it not really matter. adding anything. It's just not not as abrupt with it the was, end or whatever. It would have been good if it would have been left ambiguous, or it would have been good if if he would have fell too. Yeah. But he just, and then she just like looked at him and said like I love you and the end and I'm like what kind of shit was that? Well, you know, it's kind of like it wasn't. It wasn't his fault that. He became what he was. It was the doctor's fault. He was. It was like a Jekyll and Hyde thing, you know. It well, became I know, like a but Jekyll and, you know, it was ah, a Jekyll and Hyde movie. Dude, you know what I mean? Like, you really think he should have died for a while, all the crap that he did when it was actually the monster that was doing well, it? It's an American ending. If that well, was, yeah. a, if that was truly a Japanese ending, well, yeah, but it, uh, it wouldn't have been so like the happy, nice bow tied on it. I don't. I'm yeah. not like looking for misery, but the ending was like. What? Like that you know Now just... the other one uh-huh. the double feature which is Horror Chamber of Doctor Faust is also known as Eyes Without a Face. 
<laughs> that one had a, a what would you what you would like as a more ambiguous kind of whatever you want to call it ending. Well, just a, yeah, a realistic because it's a European ending, you know. it's a European movie. <clears throat> but I, I don't have a problem with yeah. the ending. I mean, it's just it is what it is. <laughs> it's the monster. It was supposed to end like this. I know, I know. I, I'm critical of it because I hate the happy endings. I I like some happy endings, but not forced like. Some things people should die. Eh. Not for their deeds or whatever. Just because if you're like riding an asteroid to Earth, you're not going to jump off and kiss well, your gal. Well, and stuff say, I'm, I'm awesome. It's awesome now. And you stuff know. like Teenage Werewolf and all that. He died and Teenage yeah. Frankenstein died. So it's not all American movies. I just decided to do just this Just one. 99% of them though. That's the eh, problem. I don't know. I guess, you know. I guess after a certain point, they stopped doing that because people got tired of it. But then I started getting tired of the downer ending, so I want to see a happy ending. So right. it's just like, it is it is what it is, you know. Yeah. I mean, it's it's a it's a story. It was probably written this way, and that's fine the way it is. I don't have any problem with it. I mean, the movie's like it is. It's only seventy minutes long. Yeah, it's a short movie, you know. It's 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 a perfect little <laughs> double feature creature. Gets feature. to the point, moves on its merry it's way. Moody. I mean, it has a few slow spots, but for the most part, it gets you there. And it's yeah. and it's definitely like a classic, what you would call a classic creature feature that. If you saw it as a kid in the sixties or seventies, you probably don't ever for, would never forget it. Yeah, and I just the I, eyeball I, scene is. A and I saw it for the first time and loved it. You yeah. Know? So, yeah. So all right. So whatever you have it, what are you gonna give it? Uh, oh, the master gets like an eight. Yeah, that's right where I'm at too. Yeah, I guess an eight. We're um, and I don't know. We're, we're giving a lot of good. Uh, we've been giving out a lot of good, good uh, reviews lately. We gotta watch something a little bit more challenging. I think. Well, we, we, we're, yeah, okay. You know, <laughs> I, like you know, they're all sevens and eights because we love them. So we we need something that's a little bit harder to watch, maybe for the next. Time. Well, yeah, I, believe me, I, oh, I, I believe me, I can. I've been finding some real bad. Yeah, but stuff. we're we got to we're gonna conclude the uh, beast from the east unleashed next week, aren't we? Yeah, we're yeah. gonna wrap it up with one more. One more beast. The, the, the ultimate beast. The ultimate beast. The big beast. The ultimate sin. Ozzy Osbourne. Oh God. <laughs> all right, that's all we have for this week. Tune in next week for the one and the only beast that was unleashed from the East. And if you don't know who that is, my God, where have you been living? I'm Mao. With me, as always, Dr. Morbius. From Parts Unknown. Go to Facebook. Tell your friends. Tell your family. Tell everyone you know to tune in next time. Baby, slow robot a go-go.